podcast. Today we will talk about the World Health Organization and COVID-19. So first, this organization, what was it created for? What its purpose, its goals, have they been fulfilled or is the imminent failure? And coronavirus, why we have more questions than answers? Is it have the same future as the Spanish flu? Are we gonna all die? Is China's fall? We will discuss all a little bit about in this session. So, the World Health Organization was created in 1948 with the aim that all people reach the highest level of health as it is established by its constitution. And since so there has been an improvement in public health, but it has not been equitable in all parts of the world and there are still multiple diseases and conditions that have no cure in treatment, like cancer for example. So let's talk about the hot topic, the headlines of the world, what everybody comments about without knowing everything or nothing at all about it. Yes, I'm talking about coronavirus, COVID-19 or the Chinese virus for some. Yes, this was publicly made existence of a new virus on January 4, 2020 by the World Health Organization. But... It was first knowledge to the organizations on December 31st, 2019, when Wuhan Municipal Health Commission reported an outbreak of pneumonia in China. The multiple cases, however, there was no information on what causes such outbreak, and yet there was still take a little bit of time until they accepted and said the existence of a new virus that it was causing the outbreak. It started on China, so let's talk a little bit about the red country. China is a country with a communist regime with an only political party, the Communist Chinese Party. So, and it's a pretty private country. Nobody really knows what is going on inside of China and nobody really seems to care. People is more focused on what Trump tweeted this morning. So what happened when this pandemic arose and COVID was made publicly, rumors started as well because um, geopolitics and diplomatic relations and problems that goes beyond health that took a stand in this situation as well so there's people that believe china knew about the new virus way before december and way before they contact the world health organization some say it started in august september october but there is no way to know for sure it happened in china and only they know what happened how it happened or maybe not the doctor that first find out the virus is no longer among us uh, the same is with the first patient nobody knows what or who patient zero is there is a lot of theories out there but they can be confirmed because we are still not having enough information and we probably won't have it for a while so when the world find out about this new coronavirus everything started to happen fast and out of control so by the end of January, there were over 7,000 cases in 19 countries. And for 11 of May, it was catalogued as a pandemic, 
without knowing exactly its precedence and no treatment effective and we don't know the behavior of the virus how much it changed how can it be treated how can it be stopped other questions that are still going on between doctors uh, ministers of health and pretty much the population overall with this people would expect that the world health organization have everything figured out on what to do i mean it was created for this maintain public health improve health so in times of crisis regarding public health people will expect they will take the lead for example when the spanish flu stayed arrived then caused a lot of damage this organization didn't exist and every country pretty much handled it on their own. Everybody did what they think was worthy and was okay. And there is no secret that a lot of lives were lost at the time. And we're on the same way. So what happened? If the World Health Organization was created and is been preparing for many years for something like this, is development investigations against the pandemic hasn't been the most assertive ones. So the one that actually took the first control is China. They deal with it first. They know what to do. Some ways, more or less. They've been helping our countries even though they couldn't help themselves first, but they help Italy, which is a lot more better now than it was around February, March. And now we're here where the US is trying to take the lead, the UK, Germany, um, and everyone is pretty much doing their own thing because there's nothing to do about it yet. It's been using malaria treatments that has been working, but it's not the same. Similar, but not the same. And this takes a lot of questions over the efficiency of World Health Organization. And this it really can manage World Health. Is it the president, the commissions, the bureaucracy? Or is it just a lot of faces and paperwork to pretend we have an international system that is effective? Is it the failure of ONU for not pushing it enough to work? What can be done? So here's when the blowheads started coming apart from these questions. The US president is conflicted. We already know he is a conflicted person and he loves causing drama and people love seeing it some way. And uh, it affects us directly or indirectly. So what happens when the world first power says we don't want anything to do with an international organization? Because that's exactly what the United States did to the World Health Organization. And the curious thing is this only happened when the US started taking the hits of coronavirus. They had, right now, they have the highest numbers in everything. They have more deaths, they have more contagious, 
and it's been really uneven around the country. They have different focuses, and we already knew what this virus is capable of before it arrived in America, the continent. Because we saw what it did in Europe, we saw what it did to China, and yet these people did not prepare, and the decision they took for their citizens was to separate themselves from the World Health Organization. Something to think about. But everybody has different opinions about it. I think it's an interesting choice. It can be beneficial, really brutal. It can be what actually finished the things the World Health Organization and everything everybody's been questioning about. So a little bit more insight into more technical stuff. What first happened is that Trump cut out the budget of the World Health Organization. What does this mean? When you belong to an international organization, sometimes you have to give contributions and they give you stuff instead. So for example, if Costa Rica gives a contribution, we get vaccines instead that we can give to the population. Pretty much that's how it works, not only for international organizations, but also for treaties and other stuff that has similarities, but sometimes it's not monetary contributions, it's an exchange contribution, but in this case, it is a monetary contribution. And the bigger and more GDP the country has, the bigger is the contribution. So this leaves a hole in the hall. Because, well, the U.S. is first. Maybe one for the next year cut of GDP. We don't know yet. We're not there. But there's people that think and say and calculate that maybe the U.S. GDP will be really affected because of the pandemic. They didn't prepare. There's a lot of economic damage. Regardless of what Trump contradicts, that they're giving more employment and such. Still, people keep dying. But that's another topic. The US is pretty complex, and that can be another topic for another day. Going back to the this breakup between the organization and the US. They cut budget. Okay, but they still be members of. And that was the second blow. They officially left. Nothing to do with it. We break up and I'm leaving, you leave, and we won't talk to each other again. That's what happened. And also, they accused the World Health Organization of being China's puppets with this topic. And with bad organization of management pandemic and made a call for transparency saying they're hiding stuff and for China to reveal the actual information of the virus because they know things we don't or that's what Trump thinks everybody can make their own thoughts about it a lot of TV networks have already made documentaries about COVID-19 where it comes from but still these are theories there is nothing concrete that agrees with okay it came from this and this and this is it we don't know and we don't have a treatment yet and everybody takes the lead on it 
the World Health Organization was supposed to have the lead. But they, they really don't. They don't know what they're doing. And that's what is causing most trouble because they're supposed to be the guide of the countries and what to do in such emergencies. But they contradict each other and countries contradict them with measures. So we don't really know where we're going or how long this is gonna be around. Right now, there's no clear path. Hopefully, there'll be one soon. Hopefully. But it's not still here yet. So going back. What if a big country leaves an international organization? That's it. It's a country. Many will think we just left. That's it. It's not that much. They lose our money. But the thing is, we live in a some way hierarchical international system when the smaller countries follow big countries because you get benefits out of those relations diplomatic relations economic relations whatever type of relation you name it so the u.s has a really big impact in the western world mostly for latin america ever since the end of colonial times the U.S. became stronger and took a lot of control and management in Latin America. Wanted or not wanted. And even have some intentions in Europe. But Europeans don't really like to talk about it. So I will leave them be. So they break out. The United States says we don't have anything to do. And what happens? Someone else is going to follow the example. And there we have other big country of Latin America, that is Brazil. Again, another kind of problematic president, Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro first had the drama when the Amazonas was burning down and saying, it was okay, we do this every year. Boom, that was an ecological matter that brought a lot of attention and hate into the man. From the beginning, Bolsonaro said the pandemic was Agripecinia, something less than the flu, really demonizing the situation. And saying, I don't care about this. Why would I care? And he didn't give any measures to the population, to the ministers of health in Brazil, which they're already on the third one. The first one rejected Bolsonaro's idea over the pandemic and he was fired. The second one quit when he saw the alarming numbers that just keep growing and growing and growing and there's no control. Brazil still has no control over the pandemic. The third one, he's hanging in there but it's tight and tough and Brazilians are just desperate. Their president doesn't care and he has coronavirus. By this moment, he was already confirmed to have coronavirus. I think it was two weeks ago. Not certain, but around that time. And still, he doesn't believe and he doesn't want to help them about it. Really sad. But it is what it is. And they follow the steps of the U.S. saying that, no, we, we don't want these people because they're lying. They're not helping. Do your thing. They haven't cut any relationships yet. But it's something that has crossed Bolsonaro's mind. 
he talk about it. He again talk about the transparency of the World Health Organization and China's intentions with this virus that it was created and some other stuff that are really polemic to this day. Not taking measure of his words and minimizing the situation actually going in his country as if he's not aware. It's like he's there but he's not. Really sad. I have Brazilian friends and they really are affected by this because people can go to work, you don't know who is contaminated with the virus. Hospitals have reached its maximum limit and there's no enough amount of tests to make on the population and people is just dying at their homes without having totally knowing if they have coronavirus or not and that's a problematic with Latin America we're right now the focus of the pandemic first it was China second it was Europe really followed by China so they're the first wave but Latin America we're the focus of the second wave and we're taking it hard we were not prepared for this and maybe we were prepared for this we have relatively decent health systems small but decent the thing is Latin America is poor okay we can't deny the reality that we're a poor part of the world and that is the people who is taking the numbers out of the sky because if there's no income you need, if you have children, you need to go out every day to earn some money to bring back food, to take care of your basic necessities, to take care of yourself, your family, in an economic situation that is worsening more and more with things closing down because of the pandemic, and you have a risk of getting contaminated with the virus and spreading it around as well it is really sad that we started well with this we had control but again this is a virus that moves on fast and doesn't give you time to think you just have to go for it and take the blow take the blow as necessary and that is what Latin America is having right now that is what Costa Rica is suffering right now we're having a very hard blow we passed from having one to three cases per day to having 500 per day 400 600 per day really really fast to having hospitals to the limit in a week less than a week and it's not slowing down just keep moving 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 so what can be done and what can we take as a conclusion to all of this when we don't have answers to anything we don't know what we're dealing with it's really really stressful on many and people that also don't understand that are afraid fear is a really strong thing for good for bad and right now it's taking the bad side fear is taking the worst out of us the worst nobody knows nobody understands and everybody just runs around taking care of some don't take care at all and they just go without a face mask or plastic 
thing and gloves. It's really, really sad. It's really makes you think because we haven't we have read this in history books. But it's not the same as living it. We think that we live in an advanced world. We have technology, we have better measurements, things can be done faster. We have the internet which was the ultimate salvation for everything. Staying like, oh, just look it up in the internet. There is your answer. But you can have answers for things we don't know existed. Um that makes the thing and I wanna ask everybody like what are your conclusions? What do you think is gonna happen? Because we're still in the middle of this. We're not by the end. We're not in the beginning of it. We're in the middle of it. We know what it does. We know how it can move on. Kinda know how to treat it. But it keeps evolving. And we must evolve with it. But will we? In the right way, we need to evolve with it. Global health is a topic with many actors. But the World Health Organization is supposed to be the principal authority that coordinates the work of international system for administrating health, helping governments, guiding them, giving them what they need to do. Doctors don't know, they never seen this before. How are they supposed to treat? They try everything, but this wasn't in the book I read two years ago when I was still in college. And that's the thing. This is time of crisis. There's a lot of critics for too much bureaucracy and less action, slow decisions, bad communication and politics. So it's not only health, it's a lot of things that go around. Diplomacy politics, geographic, and there's not much that can be done if people keep resisting it and governments keep resisting it. What is, and here's when we think, what is more important? Is this actions taking against human rights? Do human rights have a say in this? The first human right is life is everything. But is it being violated? Is it being ignored? Those are things that can go around for a long, long time and it will keep going around. We have a new virus now, we can control it in two years per se. And what takes out that another one comes in and again we start from scratch. Think about it. Think about how it can be ended. What is the future ahead? How are we gonna get through this? How do you see your country managing it? How do you see yourself living in this condition? Because it's not the same for everybody. People in Europe are confinated, but they have different economies. What happens if people in Latin America get confined in their homes? poorer continent, poorer economies, it's not the same, so the same measure can be applied everywhere, 
and that gives you a lot to think. There's positive things about this. For example, to the planet as a whole, the global warming stop it and slow it down. The planet cooled down because a lot of enterprises close its productions. No more gas into the atmosphere that keep the planet heat. Heating and heating and heating. It's just to slow it down. Animals took control of the streets while people was confined. The hair feels more breathable. It's just more pure. But is this about it? Was it a created virus? Was it the virus that was given to us by the planet itself? Because it wants to take us out. Because that's another theory going around. The planet wants to get rid of us. There's a lot of controversy. And no answers. Questions, 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 questions. And no answer. We might have it soon. We might have it tomorrow. We won't know. For sure yet. But that is what make it important. That is what make it the thing it is. And that's what make us what we are right now. We're thinkings. We're thinkers. And that's and that's the most important thing. How to improve. How do you see it in the future? Let me know. With that, I would like to close it in. Thank you for staying with me through the end. It's my first time doing this, so I enjoy it. Had a little bit of trouble, but really enjoy it. Talking is not a good thing for introverts, <laughs> but it's going. Thank you very much, and let me know what are the things you would like to talk about. What would you like to discuss more from what insider politics economics bureaucracy or more health things for more technical side thank you and have a good day